Hey there, and welcome to episode number four of the Lifestyle Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Michelle Risi, and today we are talking about something that affects us all, whether you are a parent, single, married, entrepreneur, aspiring entrepreneur, you name it, we are all facing it. And that topic is work-life balance. Now, if you've tuned in to episode three, Hopefully you are feeling excited and energized as you're about to begin finding your passions and your purpose in your life and in your business. And if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I highly encourage you to do so. It is still one of my all-time favorite topics to discuss. And honestly, it's my favorite step in creating a business you love. Now, if you've been following along with my podcasts, some of you might be starting to ask yourself, how? How am I going to do everything I love, Michelle? How am I going to find the time? And so I thought today's episode on work-life balance would be a timely one. But before we dive in, I have a bit of a confession to make. I don't actually believe balance exists, which is why I kind of wanted to use this episode to introduce you to something a little bit different, something you may already be striving towards without even realizing it. So in keeping with my promise of letting you know what each episode is about and why it matters to you and your business, I'm going to give you a little bit of an overview first. This way you'll know right off the bat just how valuable this episode is going to be. Today we're going to be identifying a new way of looking at your life, a new mindset to carry with you as you start working towards achieving those goals and dreams that you set for yourself. And really, it's just a gentler way of treating ourselves. Today, we're going to talk about harmony, work-life harmony to be exact. We're going to have a look at what it means and how it shows up in our lives. I'm going to share why adopting this new philosophy and mindset is going to be critical to the success of not only your lifestyle business, but how it's going to start having a positive impact on the relationships that you have and how you approach all of the different roles that you play in your life. And it's going to help you to better manage the stress that comes up just from your day-to-day interactions with your family, your clients, and even your colleagues. Before we dive in, and if you're just tuning into this episode and maybe haven't had a chance to listen to our introduction episode, I just want to take a moment to introduce myself. My name's Michelle Risi, and I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur expert who has spent the last 20 years working in the real estate space. I've helped grow and operate two real estate brokerages, one of them being one of the largest independently owned franchises in Canada. And through my work and the work that I've done in both brokerages, I have always seemed to gravitate towards education and training. As a multi-passionate person, training and education has just been something that I've always taken with me and that has been a part of me my entire life. It's what led me to create a real estate academy where I get to help real estate lifestyle entrepreneurs like you to design their businesses. I'm also a mom to two amazing kids and to a little fur baby named Maddie, who I will apologize in advance for. Maddie likes to hang out with me a lot, which means she's usually sleeping underneath my feet. Sometimes she snores. So if you hear it, it's not me. It's not anyone around me. It's just our little fur baby, Maddie. In addition to being a mom and a wife, I also volunteer my time um, to a few nonprofit organizations, which means sometimes I'm also volunteering on their boards. 
So to say my life is busy at times could be somewhat of an understatement. But honestly, I love what I do. And you know when you love what you do, it just never feels like work? That's what it's like for me. I get asked a lot how I manage everything. And the truth is, guys, sometimes I manage great. And other times it's a bit of a struggle, which is why I felt compelled to share my philosophy on work-life harmony. It has had such an impact on how I operate in my life and in my business, and it's literally helped to change the things that I once stressed about. This concept of work-life harmony, it's going to set a bit of a foundation from where you can start building from, and it's going to give you some tools that you could implement today that is going to help you to create a life and business you love. So let's jump in because I'm excited to get through this with you. And the best place to really start when we're looking at this is to look at how these things have, you know, how we've been shaped and how we've come to believe that balance actually exists. And this really started when we were young. Whether it was in stories that we read or perhaps in some words of wisdom that people shared with us, from a really young age, we were conditioned to believe in this notion that we can and should find balance. I mean, I can recall so many times during my teenage and adult years where I was encouraged to, you know, follow my dreams, get enough sleep, eat healthy and exercise, put your family first, oh and earn a decent living while you strive for that perfect life. And it's all great advice, but it's not always achievable, at least not at the same time and not with the same attention level. But isn't that what balance is? I mean, think about a scale, not the one that we avoid standing on, or at least I avoid standing on, but those old fashioned scales. Can you picture it? So in order for it to be balanced, That means one side has to be equal to the other side. And if we take this concept of work-life balance, that means we're looking for equal parts work against equal parts life. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty certain that usually my life duties seem to outweigh my work duties. But sometimes the opposite can be true. The point is this. There is no such thing as balance. And what happens when we constantly try to strive for it is we end up feeling disappointed, frustrated, maybe even a little bit guilty. Guilt is a huge byproduct of this quest for balance. And it's something I just want to take a brief moment to talk about because we've all experienced it. And it's this tricky little thing because on some level, guilt does help us remain conscientious and to be altruistic, that whole avoidance of guilt has us acting nicer and better. But on another level, it causes a stress and it can even be keeping us stuck. A few weeks ago, while I was preparing for a talk that I was giving on this exact topic, I was speaking with a female realtor and I was pulling her a little bit on her experience with balance. And she shared with me how, you know, how hard it is that She's a mom and she's trying to run her own business and sometimes she's frustrated because there just never seems to be enough time in the day to devote a growing, you know, to her growing business the way she would like. She likes to put her family first naturally and so that she's just finds that it's frustrating at times. 
Then she shared with me how sometimes she's just so exhausted by the end of the night. And as much as she loves her children dearly, she just really can't wait for them to go to bed. And I kind of chuckled because I get it. And, but the funny thing is I saw something that sparked me to say the word guilt. And in that moment, literally her eyes welled up in tears. It was like I had hit this little wound that she was hoping somebody would see, but was just way too vulnerable for her to talk about. And I totally got it because I've been there and sometimes I'm still there. And sometimes you guys are still there. How many times do you feel guilty for not doing what you think you should or what you think is expected of you? How many times have you chosen Netflix and wine over a healthy dinner and gym or taking care of some work responsibilities? How about having to choose work over a family event or vice versa? Now, this one totally resonates for me. Um, and I want to share just a bit of a story with you. In you know the work that I do, there's always a fundraising gala or a board meeting or a business event that I need to attend. But there was this one specific time that really jumps out at me. It was a few years ago. My kids were still very young. And there happened to be this really important business function um, that we were invited to attend to. And it also happened to be my birthday. Now, what some of you might not know is my daughter and I share the same birthday. And ever since she was born, I have happily shone the spotlight on her birthday. And we've just always enjoyed celebrating together. But on this particular year, this event happened to fall on our birthdays. And I was so torn. Not only was it really an important event for my business, but my mom, whom I work with, was being acknowledged with a really special award that night. So I couldn't not go. And of course, I really wanted to be there. But you can imagine the guilt of having to choose and that guilt that I had of not being able to celebrate with my daughter on her actual birthday, which she was honestly really quite fine because I'd set her up for a birthday dinner and a movie with my dad. And so she had her own little thing going and we had already made plans that we were going to celebrate the night after. But still, this was such a real and defining moment for me because it caused me to do two things. First, it made me realize that, you know, for as long as my daughter wants to spend her birthday together, I really, really want that to happen. And two, it caused me to realize that this feeling of guilt was horrible and it completely had me in a tailspin and obsessing over not being able to celebrate with her and obsessing over the thought that I was this horrible mother. And in all of this obsessing that I was doing, I really wasn't present at the event that I was at. And although it was a beautiful evening and I, you know, enjoyed and we celebrated my mom's achievements, my mind was elsewhere. And that's where work-life harmony is different. Work-life harmony is a practice as much as it is a mindset. It's about making conscious choices and knowing that sometimes one area of your life is going to maybe take precedent or dominate over another. And sometimes we're going to feel off balance and unequal. And that's okay. Because if you're going to be engaged in a work meeting, you need to be fully present there. And when you're going to be choosing to be with your family, either at dinner or at, you know, a function, and you're going to ignore any incoming calls or texts, then you need to be present in that too. The beautiful byproduct of striving for harmony is that it's, it's that comp, you know, there is no competition between work and life. Those two things should not compete because they're one in the same. 
It's about everything coexisting and blending and you allowing it to happen while making conscious choices about what's important to you in every given moment. The best way that I can describe work-life harmony to you is to really look at the example of a choir. Every choir, as we know, has different parts. You have your low singing parts that are sung by the basses. You have high singing parts that are sung by sopranos. Now, if you've ever heard a choir sing, you'll know that they don't all sing at the same time or they don't all sing the same notes and they don't all sing with the same volume and the same intensity. Sometimes one part is more loud and proud than the other, and sometimes they switch. But no matter what, each part is focusing on their own part, and they're being mindful of how it sounds with everyone else. Because the point is to have a blending of sounds, because that's what creates beautiful music. That is what we should want in our lives, to have all of the different parts that we play to blend and flow and make beautiful music. That is harmony. And the only way to achieve that is really by being present in everything that we do and being mindful of everything that we're involved in. The thing with harmony is this. Your choices may not actually change all that much. You might still grab a glass of wine and binge watch on Netflix knowing that you still have a sink full of dirty dishes to do, But your reaction to those choices is what will change. You're going to be okay with taking that downtime because you're honoring the fact that perhaps you do need to take some downtime and relax a little bit. You might still be like my realtor friend who wishes her kids would hurry up and go to bed at night so that she can finish what she needs to do before she can turn in. And she's not going to beat herself up for it. And she's not going to feel guilty for thinking that because she's going to know that she loves her kids. And she's also going to know that she needs a good night's sleep. And in order for that to happen, she's going to have to make sure that she finishes some things on her to-do list. We have to trust that we would not steer ourselves or our family or our businesses wrong. If I look back at the night of that birthday... I still would have chosen to go to the business event and I would have missed my daughter's birthday and celebrating with her, but the difference would have been, I wouldn't have felt like a total failure. I would have enjoyed what I was doing. I would have known we were celebrating the night after and that she was perfectly fine enjoying her own celebration. I wouldn't have tried to overcompensate for feeling like a bad mom. So nothing much might really change except for how you feel. But I can say that that not feeling guilty feeling and that ability to be present in what I'm doing, that is what keeps my mind and my heart healthy and happy. And when I'm operating from that place, I am such a much better mom, a much better wife, and a much better entrepreneur. It is so important that we get this because harmony is such a kinder way of treating ourselves and treating those around us. And here's the important part and why harmony is so different than balance. When we're in balance or when we're trying to achieve balance, we're constantly looking around to compare ourselves with everyone. Am I holding enough? Is the weight of what I'm doing in my business enough? Am I spending the right amount of time with my kids? Is it the same as the other moms? We are constantly comparing and judging because balance is balance. It either is or it isn't. When we're working towards harmony though, We're working in our own flow. We're focusing on what we need for all of our parts to blend. 
We aren't comparing ourselves to anyone else. We aren't comparing how I parent to the way someone else parents or how I operate my business to the way someone else operates theirs. I will know, and so will you, that sometimes you might choose to take a day off and be with your kids or go get your hair and nails done. And you will know that sometimes you need to take me time and your kids are going to be fine without you entertaining them in every moment. Or you might realize it's okay to go out on a date night with your partner and leave the kids at home with the sitter. We don't compare because there's nothing to compare to. My song is my song and your song is your song. So how your life is going to play out, you're going to allow it to play out the way it needs to. You're going to allow everything to blend and coexist and you're going to be mindful and conscientious of it. Are you seeing that? Do you see the magnitude of the change that can happen just by changing the way you look at your life? So where do we start? How do we get started on all of this? First, we start by recognizing that there is a different way to operate other than just striving for this never-ending search of balance. Second, we understand that this is a practice. We're not aiming for perfection. We aren't expecting that things are going to change overnight. We're still going to have off days but it's about being mindful and conscientious in every decision that we make in every step that we take. To help you along with this, I've prepared a little bit of a guide for you, and it's going to give you some tips that you can start working on for your practice of harmony. You can find the link to download this right on my website at www.michellereci.com forward slash episode four. And as you're going through this new way of being, I want you to, I want to hear from you. I want to know what's working and what isn't working. I want to know where you struggle and maybe how harmony has helped. So feel free to leave me a comment on my website or message me on Instagram. If this is something that you want to keep up with, you can probably bank on the fact that I'll I'll be talking more about this because it really is just a really big topic and the way it, it seeps itself into our business and life, uh, it comes up often. So if you want to be notified of future podcast episodes, I'm going to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so that you get notifications every time something new is released. And If you think someone that you know can benefit from hearing this, please share the podcast or direct them to my website and have them sign up to my email list. We are in this journey together, and I am so grateful that you chose to tune in today. I hope you found a little bit of insight into who you are and who you can be and how you can live powerfully and in harmony in your life and in your business. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Bye for now.